You are tuned in to Kids in the Pit. Hey guys, it's Gabe from the Kids in the Pit podcast. Today I'm joined by Taylor Roberts from Riding with Killers. Thanks for letting me interview you. Absolutely, bud. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, so what are you doing Riding with Killers? I am the principal songwriter. I'm the singer and the guitar player. Nice. Uh, you also uh, you also play guitar for the, tap, uh, for the band Taproot, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Nice. Is uh is Taproot still active and are you like still in the band? Yes, yes to both. Um we are kicking back up in the next two months. We've got a headlining date at the Whiskey A Go Go in Los Angeles at the end of April. Uh we've got a date in Arizona. I can't think of uh all this I know it's at Pub Rock. I think it's Scottsdale. Uh, please forgive me if I'm wrong on that, but then we're, uh, we're playing uh, sick new world with um, everybody from uh, a perfect circle, Allison chains to slipknot to kitty um, static X. And then after that, we've got a couple festivals throughout the summer. We'll be at welcome to Rockville um, Sonic right. temple. And uh, there, there's a couple others we haven't announced just yet. So we're, uh, we're definitely still active. Uh, excited to get back out with uh with both bands this summer so is like all those festivals is that taproot or is that uh riding with killers it's taproot for sure uh riding with killers uh is still relatively new in terms of really getting out on the touring circuit i mean i've done a handful of shows the last two and a half years uh i've been mainly writing and recording in studio but i mean uh riding with killers you know has been on festivals like uh cpr fest we played with uh bad flower non-point um seether three doors down we did a date with seven dust and tremonti um we just did a date with alien ant farm and actually uh it was, it was fun i pulled double duty that night but our last show of 2023 riding with killers opened for taproot um, at District 142 over here in Michigan. So uh, we we haven't done a lot of stuff to where we're, you know, able to start getting picked up by bigger festivals like, uh, you know, the Danny Hayes or the Danny Wimmer festivals. I'm sorry. Um, but we're, we're, we're getting there. You know, uh, we just finally put out our first record last year. So it's it's been a lot of building in the background and hey here's a cool opportunity to go play a show or a festival like we, we obviously take those any chance we can but um yeah awesome uh yeah i watched like a youtube video earlier from the 2023 uh reunion tour and uh i think uh i think you were playing like a you're playing a white sg i think yes yes yeah. yes that is uh that's my baritone model. Um, most of the uh, the taproot material is an A standard. Uh, we have one song in drop A, but that is uh, that is my main guitar for tour. Um, I, I'm in talks with my Gibson rep. Uh, we we may or may not be bringing a new uh, Gibson baritone model back to the line. So you know we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, it's one of my favorite guitars. Nice. Yeah, I play guitar too. Uh, I play. I play guitar, bass, drums, and I can uh, do, like, vocals. 
Well, when, when are you recording your first record? Uh, well, I'm trying to with my friends. We have three songs with full lyrics, so. Nice. What's what's your on. band called? Uh, so we don't fully have a name yet, but yeah, we're trying to figure out names. But we um, That's it's like we're part. kind of like a thrash kind of band. Rad. Who who? I'm I'm interviewing you now. Who uh who are your influences on guitar? And is is that what you're doing in the band, or what is your? Uh, I'm playing guitar and singing. Okay, so we're doing the same thing here. All right. We'll, yep. we'll get, what's your acts of choice? Uh, so it. I mean, I kind of. Whenever I get a new one, I kind of use that. But my current main one is this Epiphone Les Paul. We got. Um, so we live in Delaware, and we were seeing uh, nice. suicidal tendencies in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. Nice. And on our way there, guys. we went. We went to. Uh, a guitar center in Towson, Maryland. And there was this guitar. It was covered in stickers. That's the Epiphone Les Paul I have. Um, nice. On, right on the back, there was a suicidal tendency sticker. So we were like, No way. That's really, we I were love like, moments like it's that. It's destiny. To be, right? And we were on our way to a suicidal show. So, like, that's kind of had to do it. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I love it when, uh, when moments like that happen. It's like, Yes, this is, this was meant for me. And it's, uh, it's very evident. So, okay, well, that's, I love that you're, you're in the Gibson family. I, I dig that. So yeah. who are your influences? So like for, for my just guitar, for my vocals or like for my music I create in the band? Um, well, since I'm a guitar player at heart, I would say start with that and then vocals. And those would be the two that we stick with. I mean, some like my guitar influences is like, hmm. Brian Baker from Bad Religion is a huge one. Um, so I don't really play stuff like uh, you know Pliny. He's like a prog guy. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. I don't. I can't play anything like him, but he is like a big inspiration. Like I really look up to like his guitar stuff. That's kind of how Steve Vai was for me when I was your age and and coming up and and trying to find my way like I, I still can't play like Steve Vai but I always appreciated what he did and like he said man that just it, it makes you want to pick up your instrument more because you know that there are guys out there that can do and make those kind of sounds yep and like my my vocals like so it's like kind of metal vocals so it's like um probably like Shai Halud and uh, who like it's just a lot for like vocals i i'm definitely shy to lose some because that's like screamy maybe like comeback kid maybe okay a lot there's a lot of stuff but yeah i have a lot of screaming like influences i dig it i love it yeah so um what age did you start playing guitar and do you remember what brand of guitar your first one was or oh you yeah you never it? forget your first um i started playing guitar at the age of 10 i'm 34 now so uh going on 24 years this december my mom got me um a, a blue strat copy it was from a brand called lotus which i'm fairly certain she grabbed from music go round when it was still in biloxi mississippi and this is way before hurricane katrina um we had uh 
we had a little strip mall and uh, music around. I don't know if you've ever been to one. Uh, there, there's still oh. a couple of them around, uh, but it's not as big of a chain as it used to be, it, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I remember all the ones in our area closed down. But uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was a blue strap by Lotus. And uh, I started taking guitar lessons there for probably six, seven months. And then I moved over to, uh, to Pinkston's Music, which is where I did most of my studying. Nice. Under David Knorr, I should add. He is a wonderful, wonderful guitar player and, and wonderful teacher. He still teaches. Um, and I always remember he had this old, uh, it was probably, I think it was like a 98 or 99 Ibanez um, XL seven string. So it was the baritone scale model, but it was this dark, sparkly blue with this beautiful wood binding and i just always thought he was the coolest dude ever because he had a seven string and i you know like 10 11 years old you're like wow he could play metal he's not just trying to teach me you know uh twinkle twinkle little star on the guitar it's it's so yeah yep. I'm sorry i got adhd bro i'll jump off in the weeds especially when we start talking about guitars because i am a huge guitar nerd Yep. huge guitar nerd <laughs> um, i may have adhd i'm not sure because i have uh, some of the symptoms but uh, <laughs> so i feel like most like uh first guitars are probably like strats because that's like the most common bug uh, electric guitar of like body shape i think yeah it's 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 uh the strat and the les paul those are the two most recognizable guitar shapes ever Definitely. but you know i i that is most people's first guitar i would say you're right is is a strat you know mine is a strat there you go boom oh, look at strat? that wait uh you did uh you in college you did like music theory so what i had it was just like a classical guitar thing oh it was like an electric like, string i don't even know continue oh. She doesn't play guitar anymore, but she tried in college. No. Um, so where is Riding with Killers from and have you always lived there? So we are based in Detroit. Um, I have not always lived here. I'm a transplant. I've been here going on five years this September. Um, I'm originally from Gulfport, Mississippi. I was born in Ocean Springs, but raised my whole life in uh in Gulfport, Mississippi. So I'm a Mississippi boy at heart. Uh, okay. So I went to a like a uh, I went to Detroit for a show last summer. Um, but it was we went like on a whole like tour with um bleeding through and stuff. I mean, it was just like a few days. It was like five days. Nice, love that band. It was uh, Utopia. That's probably one of my favorite songs. I think that that they do. I I only know one of their songs, but. There are a ton of like other bands that I like a lot more. Um, yeah, the only like <laughs> the only bleeding through so through song I really know is like the what's it called it's like uh something uh like heart. You know the word, sing it. Uh, I don't, I can't think of the song. It <laughs> it's like it's their most famous one. It's on the album with the heart. Okay, one. I think I know which one you're talking about. Like it's, I think it's like love some like love through what is it you know love, i just love, realized love, love lost in a hail of gunfire oh okay 
Yeah, I, I was mixing it up too. I know both bands, but I was thinking of a band called Bleed From Within and then Bleeding Through. They they're they're much older school, right? Uh, they've, they've been around two thousands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm 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 on the right track now. What yeah. uh what venue did you go to to see them? I mean, so we went to a few. The first one was in Iowa. It was uh, it was called Gabe's. It was in Iowa City. And fun fact, okay. my name's actually Gabe. So it was um it was cool to be at a venue with my name as it's like it was cool. Yeah. Remember the short one? I don't remember. Uh, talk about ooh, Chicago. It was so Chicago was <laughs> what was it called? Um, it was so I I I don't know. Uh, but I like. So I did so uh, like I staged dove for one of their songs and I accidentally ended up in like the pit for a second, but it wasn't that bad. So I kind of just was stuck there for like 10 seconds. Uh, dude, the pits, the pits a fun place, man. Cause everybody, usually I will say 99% of the time, I feel like, especially when younger kids will jump cause that happens, man. I, I used to do that at your age, but like, I find that people always usually take care of you, man. Yep. So uh, I, I dig it. But Chicago is a great city, too. I, I really I really love it over there. Seen a lot of good shows over there, too. Chicago's cool. Very, very cool. <laughs> so uh, what is the Riding with Killer song you suggest someone not familiar with uh, with the band uh, look up? Ooh, oh, man. Um, God, I would say... I would say novelty and hostility would be two to check out for sure. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check them out. We just released a music video for novelty on Valentine's Day. So you, you can check the video out on YouTube if you would like. And we have a video for hostility as well. So nice. bo both both songs accompaniment, accompanied with videos. Um, so, uh, what is a band that Taproot or Riding With Killers, uh, has played a show with that you're really proud to admit you're, you've played a show with? Ooh, um, gosh. Well, they haven't happened yet. So, I'm gonna say, uh, that I'm gonna speak for future Taylor, and I'm gonna say, uh, Alice in Chains and a Perfect Circle and System of a Down that and but that all happens like uh, in April. So I, I would say um, once we get that one under my belt, that one's gonna be like a holy shit, we did this kind of moment. Um, that's at I would the, say. Oh, go ahead. That's that's a, uh, that's at Sick New World Festival, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah that awesome. one's gonna be a good one. That one's gonna be a really good one. Um, throughout my career. Uh, and this is one of my older bands, and this is back when I was 18. Um, I'm really proud to say that I got to play with Avenged Sevenfold while The Rev was still alive. And uh, uh, it was Bullet for My Valentine and a trade. Basically, my band got to open a date on the, the Rockstar Taste of Chaos tour in 2008. And um, it was right around the time, I would say, that you would have wanted to see every single one of those bands um i think bullet was on scream aim fire album atreyu is on uh lead sales paper anchors and um i believe avenge was on the white album and uh that was 
I don't know. I still, I still feel really, really cool about that one. So you know, I don't, I don't really. So yeah, I don't listen to like metalcore that much. So I, I, I've heard all, all those bands, but I don't really know any about them. It, it's so it's funny, man, because I mean it's all generational. I feel because at that time, I mean, like the early two thousands, and specifically, I would say from like oh four to oh seven, like that was a really interesting time for for new metal and and metal in general and then metal core they and they were all kind of playing with one another because you know you had bullet for my valentine all, all three of those bands on active rock radio whereas normally that wasn't usually the case so um they uh they got really really popular in my area and um the radio station from my hometown 97.9 cpr brought them quite a few times especially Avenged sevenfold because i mean it would sell out the coliseum damn near every time um but yeah man that was uh you know just it, it, it was cool it was definitely cool for me but that obviously uh and for riding with killers um i would say it's between um Cedar, Tremonti, or Alien Ant Farm. One, one, one of those, th- I mean, all three of those bands. Like, it's, uh, you know, Tremonti's a very big guitar influence for me. I really liked Alter Bridge. I like Creed. I don't care what anybody says. They write bangers. There's a reason they were uh, one of the biggest bands in the world. Um, but uh, Alien Ant Farm, just because, man, I used to watch them on MTV when I was a kid, and you know, I was uh, hanging out with their drummer and uh, we were just talking like normal people. But it's like, man, I used to watch you on MTV in my friend's room, you know, just watch the music videos when they still did that because I caught the tail end of that. And um, I would say, uh, what was the other one that I said? Cedar. I just, uh, oh, my God, I, I love the songs that Sean Morgan writes. Um I feel like he has had very consistently great releases throughout the years from the first record to where they are now. I don't think they've, they've faltered ever in songwriting quality. So those would be my picks from all the different bands that I've been around. Nice. Uh, so what was the first concert you attended and how old were you? Um, I was, I want to say eight or nine. Um, and my mom took me to see Elton John, and that was one of the best shows. I mean, I feel like it kind of changed my life, um, you know, and I mean, that's a hell of a first concert. I don't know if you like Elton John too terribly much, but I highly suggest you start getting into him and his catalog. Um, and I, I actually saw him in New Orleans uh, for his farewell the, the yellow brick farewell tour yellow brick road farewell tour sorry um but yeah it was uh it was incredible and actually one of my guitar influences is his guitar player davy johnstone um man has such beautiful vibrato with like all of his solos and uh just the way that he plays and compliments the music uh, i think he is uh, a very very wonderful guitar player but he is also now the entire musical director for the elton john band but i mean he finished his tour and he's kind of done so yep. yeah um yeah i'll um i'll check him out so yeah I, i've heard of elton john because who hasn't 
Um, but I don't really know any. I don't really know any songs, and I've probably heard it like on the radio. Oh, dude, you know Tiny Dancer. You've heard that song. You're, I mean, and I once have. you realize it's Elton. Uh, but uh, I would say, and if you're not familiar, that's that's a staple. Your mom will agree. Um, I would say listen to that. And, and a song that's a little, I would say, lesser known of his. That's one of my favorite tunes because my mom wore this record out. Um, but it's a song called Meal Ticket. And it's from uh, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy album from the 70s. But that, that whole record's amazing, too, by the way. Like, I would suggest listening to it from front to back. It's one of those albums that I can listen to over and over. But uh, Meal Ticket was the song that really grabbed me. And I feel like it'll grab you for, you know, like you're used to more extreme metal, but um, and, and like thrash and stuff. But it's it's heavy without screaming and double bass and all kinds of it's it's a it's heavy in a different way from the 70s but it's really really good so i i would highly suggest it i'll check it out i'll yeah um so what what is the first uh what is oh my god <laughs> where is your favorite place you've ever toured in Ooh. um uh, you know what? I, I already got, I don't even know why it took me that long. I'm so sorry. Um, New York City, without a doubt. Um, we did the Gramercy Theater um, last year, and it was my first time ever in New York City. Um, and that theater, I mean, it's, it's, it's a renowned theater. And uh, I just, I had one of the best shows I think I've ever had in my entire life. I have one of the best days I've ever had in my entire life. Um, you ever seen the movie Little Nicky? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, my God, bro. Like, like with your love of metal and rock and roll, like, you got to watch Little Nicky. It's one of the – it's it's a classic Adam Sandler movie. Um, really great movie. But I, I found – we found some of the spots they filmed that movie in. Um had some pizza from, uh, I think it was Joe's Pizza, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but it was off of 14th Street, but that was where they filmed. That was where Peter Parker worked in the 2002 Spider-Man movie or whatever. But like, you just got to see so many cool historical landmarks and, uh, you know, places that I only imagined going to see because, you know, I never thought I'd end up in New York being from South Mississippi. Um, but it was, uh, it was just, it was a trip, man. And, uh, everybody at the Gramercy from, you know, the staff greeting you at the door to the, the sound team and the stage team, like everybody was awesome. It was just, it was a perfect, perfect day from start to finish. Uh, have, uh, either of your bands, have you guys gone overseas? Um, not yet. Uh, not yet. I, I I really hope to start doing that in the next couple of years, especially now that everything is kind of starting to get back to normal after after COVID. Because, I mean, a lot of tours and stuff that are happening right now are, are backed up from whenever we all shut down, you know, like a lot of a lot of stuff is almost kind of caught up. So I'm hoping that once we start getting things figured out a little bit more that we'll end up overseas. Um, I've, I've gone overseas to make music um, for writing with killers. Actually. Um, I, 
I've already finished the second record. I finished that in December of last year. Um, but I went to Gothenburg, Sweden for a month to work with uh, Jacob Herman um, at Top Floor Studios, which is in the back of the Stora Theater, which is a 300-year-old um, opera house that still functions today. Um, but uh, I, I am planning to get Riding with Killers over there, especially once we start looking at releasing that record. I'm planning on doing two release shows in Gothenburg, um, two release shows in New Orleans, because we did the music down there, and then two release shows in Detroit since we finished the vocals up here and did principal um, demoing and songwriting up here before, before we went to New Orleans. So um, not yet, but there are plans. I know there's been some whispers from European promoters about taproot getting over there so um hopefully all the guys will want to go um because i know i do i mean i don't know who wouldn't want to play in europe dude europe is awesome. i love it i i've i've only really hung out in the scandinavian countries but um i i adore adore sweden i i absolutely love the people and just everyone there is awesome so yeah, I've I've never been to Sweden, but I have been to IKEA, so that's probably pretty similar. <laughs> you know, I would that's hope awesome. it's similar because I love IKEA and I love their meatballs. <laughs> Dude, I mean you're 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 almost already there. Like uh I, I highly suggest it. If you get the opportunity, just go. Um, so I am playing lead guitar in the UK with my dad's band in April for four days. Dude, that's amazing. Where where are you playing? Uh just in the UK and so I think Newcastle the other one. Uh Sheffield, Sheffield. Bristol. Okay. Hey, let me do them. Okay. Okay, so Newcastle, Sheffield, Bristol, and Plymouth. <laughs> oh my god, bro. That's gonna be so much fun. Who's uh who's your dad's band? Uh Thought Control. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check them out. I'm not I'm not super familiar. Who would what songs would you recommend I start with? Uh probably so on the first record. I mean just probably the song Thought Control and the song uh Shock to the System. But Ooh, Shock to the System, I like that name. And then on on the second album, you should check out Violence for Violence. The system violence for I have to write this down or I'll forget it because um, yep. ADHD. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, so I'm, I'm not on the recording of either of those. Um, because I wasn't in the band yet when it was like being recorded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like uh, it was just it's just like the singer like he um he recorded everything so far. Like both, it's like it's on Spotify and stuff. Okay. It's just like all the recordings, because uh, the singer and bassist, uh, they work at a studio, so they okay. can just record right. stuff for free whenever they want. Yeah, that's uh, that's a huge advantage. Sure. Uh, so what is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Strangest thing I've ever eaten. Uh. <laughs> Oh God, I don't even want to admit this, but I will say I, I was hesitant and I did get sick afterwards, but um, 
I, I, I tried to politely say no, but I got coerced into it. But uh, my buddy gave me squirrel one time, and like, it did he sucked. just make it? Did he buy it somewhere, or did he like? Just no, like it? he went out and shot some squirrels, and then he cooked them. And I was like, man, this is the worst shit I've ever had in my life. I mean, just and then I got sick for like two days after that, and I called him up. I was like, "You're an asshole." Like, yeah. So that that's totally the worst that I think I've had so far, because I'm sure something else will happen over the course of my life. Yep. Maybe. Uh... Skip the squirrel. Skip it. Just if it ever gets offered to you, just be like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. I don't care because I want. I like weird food. I'm not gonna <laughs> like it, but I'm gonna try it. Mm. I will I, say I like one of my goals um, is I want to go to Japan and there is a market. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's down by like the docks or something, but they have like all the craziest shit down there. And I, I want to go, I want to go eat food down there just because I want to try it. Uh, so actually, uh, you know, the band sick of it all. Uh, I know the name. I couldn't tell you a song. Well, so well, we're so we're more like into like hardcore, like um yeah, they're like a New York hardcore band, and uh, they went to Japan in January, and we uh we went with them because we just oh, watched them from one of the uh we just so it was Tokyo two other shows and then Tokyo, so the first and last show uh was Tokyo, and we just went to both those shows and just went around Tokyo, and it was awesome. I bet, man. I, I'm I'm envious. That's uh, I, that's one of that's one of my bucket list items, man. Is uh, is touring Japan and uh, and eating the food over there because I absolutely love Japanese food. Japanese food, it's amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, we had like real ramen, but we weren't able to uh, have sushi because like we just were really busy. And also, I'm kind of scared of of like the sushi there. Like, I don't know. What? It's it's like it's like raw fish right is it safe yeah uh, sushi is amazing oh dude just wait till that world opens up to you i have i have great, I, I i eat sushi but it's like american sushi i eat like california rolls and oh no bro you gotta start getting into it and like get into the sashimi like there's a whole world just waiting for you just let your taste buds develop a little bit more and you, you once you get the knack for it like i said it's over with but it's that japan's the one place you want to try the sushi That's yeah a, you, you want to go to the source and there is uh there is speaking of there is a i forget maybe it's it's blowfish or I forget the actual fish, but, um, and, and it might still be that one, but like, there's only like a very select few chefs in the world that can prepare. Oh, because... yeah. Um, uh, it's, does it start with you? No, it's like, it's super short. It's like food. No. Yeah. I can't, I can't think of it, but like, it's like I, I think it's food. Food. No. It's the one that can kill you. Yeah. Yes, yes, but there's like there's like maybe five or six dudes it, in the world. Is it that Fugu? Fugu? No. Is it? I can't. I can't. Uh, it's one okay. of those things. Like if if we weren't trying to talk about this right now, I could recite it like that. Fugu, Fugu, yeah. Read it. Okay, so Good. Fugu, known Good. as pufferfish or blowfish in English. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We were all three right. Okay. You said blowfish. I said pufferfish, and you said Fugu. Yes. We all we were all right. Look yes. at that. <laughs> so in in English is the notoriously deadly fish eaten in Japan as specialty 
prepared, uh, and especially for t- in. Okay, I'm gonna restart. Fugu, <laughs> known as pufferfish or blowfish in English, is uh. I'm reading this so wrong. Fugu, known as pufferfish or blowfish in English, is the notoriously notorious deadly fish eaten in Japan as a specially prepared delicacy. The taki fugu fish itself is quite a cute looking creature with this distinctive round puffer fish shape why can i not read oh my god it sounds like you read it i mean i you did but it took me like four tries and it can kill yeah. you yeah if it's not cooked i want to try it uh no why <laughs> why but can i try it if i go to japan it's got to be it's got to be so good like i it, bet it's it, really I, good I feel like it's got to be one of those things that, I don't know, I would hope that it tastes amazing if it's, because it's got that much of a lore built around it. Like, it's, it's like, like, like it's, it can kill you. It's like, uh, well, if it's prepared wrong. Yep. Okay, how, so between 10,000 and 30,000 yen, so is that like $100? 70 60, to- like 60 to $180, something like that. That's a lot for some fugu, but I mean not that bad yeah i want to try it someday because as long as it's like a professionally a professional chef i and i won't die like as long as i don't have to sign a waiver i'm good (laughs) well i I feel like it's got to be good especially if if there's that few people that are that are like certified to cook it i would imagine that that guy has got to be a master chef and is going to provide you with an amazing meal and that's I mean, and, and the danger so. aspect behind it is is also a little appealing too you know it's, it's like very it's very mysterious yes yes yeah I, I mean i i'd make sure to ask if anyone has died from the cook's cooking but uh they probably wouldn't tell me the truth because it's gonna steer away my that or they probably wouldn't allow that guy to still be there yep um so if you could communicate with any animal species on earth what kind of animal like would you choose oh man because knee-jerk reaction is to say dog because i would love to talk to my dog meg as much as i could humanly possibly talk to her um but i feel like that's like the easy answer but it also might be the right answer too because it's meg and I don't mean like forever. I just mean like maybe like you have a day with them. Oh, know, then hell yeah, day. Man. all day long. I'm gonna talk. You to just be like, all. "What do you know? Tell me everything." Yeah, I just, you know, I I would talk to I would I would totally choose Meg for a day without a doubt. Why do you guys bark at mailmen but not intruders? Like, what is going through their head? <laughs> what is what is going through dogs' heads? Like they're. They're kind of dumb, but I love them. Oh, they got it figured out, man. There, if, if if you're, all you gotta do is be right to them, and and they're the sweetest creatures that ever, ever okay. lived. Like, where is he? Clark, go get it. Speaking no, of, long. we have a we have a dog currently. We're talking about and you. He's... Come here, come here. Okay. You gotta come up here. Come on. He's big. He's mine. He's big and he's wet. I don't care. You got him. There he is. Talking about you. This is Clark. That's Meg. So. He's shaking. He's scared. Buddy, look, look. 
Right. Who is that? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna continue the podcast. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, this is Clark. Clark, what's up, dude? I saw him look at the camera. He's like, huh? He's like, <laughs> he's very. I think he's nervous, but right. he like no, he's staying yeah. with me. Okay, fine. Okay, so if you could tell your twelve year old self anything at all, what would you tell him? Um, it gets better. Keep going, and you're on the right path. Nice. Uh, so anything to add for before you wrap it up? Um, well, uh, Riding with Killers' debut record, Full Circle, is streaming now on all digital platforms. Um, we just released the music video for Novelty, so please go like, share, and subscribe to that on YouTube. Uh, on top of that, you can pick up the new Taproot record, Scissors, in stores or online or on every digital outlet. So, um... Actually, be on the lookout for tour dates this summer from both bands and uh we uh we can't wait to see you from both bands so nice well uh so thanks to taylor Kay- yeah <laughs> hey oh, okay let him down he's come here, he's very nervous come here clarky okay bye clarky okay okay <laughs> so uh thanks to taylor for joining me today and thanks to all of you for watching or listening Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or follow me on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Until next week, bye. How do you do that? <laughs> Too much metal for one hand. Hey, uh. <laughs>